0: Welcome to the Getting to Grips F1 podcast with your
1: hosts, me, Caleb, <laughs> and, and Danny. And Danny. Because unfortunately, Santi and Sam both died at the Baku GP no. via, via a loose Bluetooth disconnected, discombobulated flying projectile tire from Yuki Sonoda. Not, Hit them both in the head. They are not dead. They just can't double make it homicide. The epi- they just can't make it to the
0: episode today. Yeah, 'cause they're so, dead. We gotta, we gotta. <laughs> it, it, <laughs> it's just me and Danny now. Not, not, just no, not Caleb. from, not from now on. Just for this episode.
1: Yeah, so, don't get too excited. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> so we've got so, uh, some Caleb, to talk. Oh, hold on. Stop hold on. talking. No, no, you stop Whoa. talking. How's your day? my day's going pretty well you know i'm just happy i'm home not at work yeah yeah bet you are too
1: yeah you know driving a hour and a half home every day from work isn't too bad except when you get pulled over by a cop for a stupid freaking running people over words words are are, 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 are escaping me tag issue but it's all cool now it's dismissed we're good yeah that's good at least it's nothing crazy yeah it's not like i'm speeding or anything yeah yeah. (laughs) i mean that's that's what i thought it was when you told me dude you know what i found out recently what i since since the ripe age of 18 when I got my driver's license because I didn't want to take a test to do it. I don't know why I was dumb as a teenager. I have seven uh, legal cases with the state of Florida (laughs) for traffic violations. Dang, what the heck? I have four speeding tickets and like three traffic infractions.
0: My gosh. Yeah. I think I've only been pulled over like twice.
1: Yeah, I used to speed a lot as a as a youth (laughs) and then one of them was for one of my tickets was for having a license plate light out another one was for having expired registration and another one was for like parking in an O park zone or something like that
0: oh dude that is unexcusable
1: (laughs) (laughs) oh man so uh you should speed on
0: over to miami gp (laughs) yeah
1: Yeah. Uh, after okay. we're talking no, about Baku, no, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: Today we'll be talking about the race, the Baku race, Azerbaijan. You know all the all the stuff that happened on there, and then we'll be talking about our home race, Miami. Woohoo! Let's go. Welcome to
1: Miami. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, dude, I honestly would not give Baku the respect of calling it a race, dude. That was a snooze fest, okay? I turned on the race it was yeah. exciting for the first five maybe seven laps
0: you can say that for the rest and of the
1: races this season I'm just kidding no, but this is this <laughs> no. race only had thirteen overtakes mm. and like mm-hmm. three quarters of them happened in the first fifteen minutes of the race
0: yeah it's
1: so I turned on the TV it, it's
0: tricky it, you know street races man you know
1: watched the and race then, <laughs> then took my 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 Traditional Baku, mid race snap, and then Checo won.
0: Oh no! Okay, so I was gonna say that, like, I wouldn't say this race was a snooze fest because Checo was leading, and he was leading pretty much the whole race, and also, yeah, McClair but you know, you third. know,
1: you know, Checo has that max for stopping grip on races whenever it's a street circuit.
0: Yeah, so yeah, you yeah. just know
1: he's gonna win. But,
0: but this is his second win of the season. This is like and? the most wins he's had. Uh, well, no, wait. No, I think he's like matched the win- amount of wins he's had from last season. How many wins did he win? Or how many races did he win last season?
1: I don't know. You host an F1 probably... podcast. You should know that. Yeah, and so do you. What? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think it could be like two or three.
1: I mean, okay, you know,
0: let me look it up. What's what's the big? No, no. Let's ask a no you know? chat GPT. No, no biggie for, you know, looking this up. Okay, yeah. Checo only won two races last year, so he's already matched the same amount of you know wins he's had from last year. So that just goes to show you. I feel I feel like this year Checo is really gonna just like go go big or go home, basically. <laughs> and that that's why I I thought the race was interesting, and also Ch- um, Charles, you know, getting third place, making more points in this race than he has the past three races.
1: <laughs> I gotta tell you, even though Santi died because of. Yuki's wheel that got disconnected. He must be pretty happy wherever he is knowing that Charles got third place.
0: Yeah. Santi would probably be like, man, I was so happy. Charles, Charles got third place. <laughs> <Don't> he...
1: <laughs> While what? he was bleeding out <laughs> from the tire that hit him, he was bleeding out to Fosse, And that's what got Charles that win. <laughs>
0: he had to make a sacrifice
1: he said he bleeds to in the last episode he, he had <laughs> to
0: make a sacrifice for charles he was to a get sacrificial a, lamb. a taste of the podium this this weekend
1: but dude i mean I, uh, I, go ahead i was going to say that i liked <laughs> i
0: liked the structure that they did for the sprint like it wasn't um it was its own thing that's what i'm saying like there was just there was a qualifying for sunday and then there was the sprint shootout which is its own qualifying, right? And then there's Sprint. And it's a way to get some a little more action, you know?
1: But uh, I, I actually I mean, think it's too much racing. I think you're very wrong. And you should be ashamed of yourself. I'm
0: wrong for saying that I like it.
1: <laughs> yes. I didn't even say anything <laughs> else about it. I just said no, I like okay. it. I you're think, wrong. <laughs> I, think the format, I think the format is a little dragged out. I think there's too much racing going on. Yeah, no, and I, mean, I love Formula One. I love this sport so much, but there's too much racing. By the, point, by the time that race day you comes, just have three you, already, races. you already know the pace of the cars. You already have a, a general idea of who's going to win and what to expect. I feel like having the sprint shootout and then the sprint race right before the actual race Kind of takes out a little of the excitement of seeing, yeah, yeah, oh, you're right you're right who's who's gonna crash into turn one? oh, you already know who crashed into turn one because it happened in the sprint race
0: no, well, I, I was gonna say what we're gonna get to is that like in general, like if they were to continue doing sprint races, I think it they should do it like this, but as a whole, like yeah, the sprint races I don't really see like what's so what's so necessary about them, you know what I mean. You know what money, I mean, because you literally say okay, yeah, but yeah, it's just, yeah, that's just how it is, man. That's just how it <laughs> is. <laughs> but I think you that know, the way they like did that. it now is, is better. You know, it's the sprint does not, uh, it's not the quality for the race because anything can happen in the sprint, you know, like someone can crash and then boom, their last place. So.
1: <laughs> yeah, that is, uh, that is true. I feel like, okay, if they're going to do this, I think the structure should be as such. And correct me if I'm wrong. You're wrong. This is a... a, (laughs) Oh, thanks. (laughs) This is a free-flowing idea, all right? There's no thought that goes into this whatsoever. So starting on Friday, obviously, practice, okay? And then Friday afternoon, what should happen is a sprint shootout. Following the sprint shootout should be the... Quali for the actual race on, also on Friday or Saturday? On, sorry Saturday on Saturday should be Quali for the actual race and then after actually no no I scratched that first thing on Saturday should be the sprint race after the sprint race should be Quali for the race on Sunday because I feel like really? that way it's more digestible because okay if you go there if you go to the stands on Saturday on Friday right not many people do that you get to watch the qualifying for sprint. You know, that's a great little, oh, little side pocket. Basically, free race to watch while you're there, I guess, if you have the money. The expendable income to spend on that kind of an event. yeah. yeah and then yeah. come Saturday, you get two for one, okay? You get twice the action on one day. You get to see the conclusion for the sprint race, right? Whatever, Who you know, they get a sprint point for whoever wins the sprint, that's fine. And after that... You get what everyone's actually there for. Quali for the race on Sunday. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well. And then after that, they race on Sunday. <laughs> no, 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 no. no.
0: That's too far. <laughs> <laughs> they should race on Monday. What are you talking about? I think about? they
1: should race on Friday. Nah, well,
0: okay, but I, that is a good layout. But I feel like, the, like will the cars be able to perform well in quality after
1: a, a quick race? And that's race? the exciting part. Who's going to break down?
0: Yeah, what if someone crashes in the sprint? And well, obviously, like, there's like oh, there's man. like an
1: hour an hour or two cooldown where they you know the mechanics get to do what the mechanics get to do. But like a sprint oh, yeah, race yeah, is yeah, only yeah. 14 laps. It's oh, only little- 14 laps. And on our on our quality on a quality day, r- drivers are only putting out like what 10 laps, 10 good laps. Uh, I guess At most. I, mean, I like how you it. say.
0: I like how you say it's a cool down where the mechanics can do whatever they want. Man, they are not cooling <laughs> down. They'll they'll be like, you know, uh, rush hour. They'll be like, oh, gotta get this bowling. in. Come on, Yuki, why do you keep losing your tires? You know. <laughs> I thought that was so funny when like the camera pan to like just a, a lone tire, like it was part a of loose the race. Tire.
1: <laughs> like it's, it's like, oh, what is this? Dude, when I saw that tire rolling down, I thought of the song that goes like, I'm going home.
0: Going. Oh, that song has been stuck in my head lately. I don't know why. But
1: yeah. It was, I'm coming uh, home, I think that was ironically that home. and then the whole pit lane um, Esti bestie fiasco at the end of the <sighs> race. <laughs> it was the most exciting thing that happened. Um, and
0: Checo winning and... Um, George you know um, Having a little go at Max And Max being like
1: Dude George says the weirdest things man He'll just be like Oh oh, Sugar On the Sugar (laughs) Yeah he just screamed like Sugar He was like Oh what the sugar Or
0: oh sugar Did you notice when like Like, uh... (laughs) I don't know what you're talking about
1: No no dude (laughs) Okay I was listening Granted Granted, I was listening to one of my favorite podcasts, and this would be a free promo: DRS Donut Racing Show. I love Donut Media, <laughs> Nolan. Uh, guys, please, I love you, <laughs> <laughs> man. Look, they heard you loud and clear. <laughs> Uncle Jerry, Zach Job, my boy Justin, <laughs> Pump. Come on, <laughs> no, are, are but you say something. Oh. Um, no, they were they were talking about how. And this is their quote. This is not my idea, but they said that the re- George Russell has the energy of an old colonial British man. And ever since I've heard that, I can't seem to escape that thought. He just says the weirdest things at the no, yeah, worst that makes time. Sense. He just has like this weird energy around him, dude. That's, that's what happens George, when you man. have two first names.
0: That's just G R. But I was gonna say, did you like hear when? Um, Max was talking on the radio, and it was, like, like the, his comms are just so bad. <laughs> I was, like, what did
1: he just say? I actually didn't hear it because I couldn't understand a single word he said.
0: But, yeah, it was so bad. Yeah. <laughs> but it got fixed after that. But, yeah, basically, I'm just happy that, that Checo got a win, and Charles... Finally got on podium this this year. I feel like Ferrari's gonna can only, can only go up from here, right?
1: Yeah, I, honestly, right? this is points in the bag that they desperately needed. Also, yeah. I want to point out that my boy Nando, you know, Magic Alonso, Papi, my father, um, he has some great camaraderie with Lance. I after watching the last two seasons of drive to survive i got to admit lance lance is one of the boys i'm going <laughs> to relinquish the title of daddy's money from him because he just coincidentally has a very very rich with a b father as in billions um he just seems like a cool dude and his yeah, he's cool. like his kind of banter, just the way that—not even the banter—the uh, way that he works with Nando is like fantastic. Like they have this great, like, camaraderie. I just said that twice. Like, dynamic, for instance, during dynamic. the race, during the race, um, I think it was Lewis was ahead of Fernando, and behind Nando was Lance, and Lance was on the radio telling his engineer, "I'm not gonna pass. I'm not gonna pass uh, Fernando. I'm not gonna do it." And Nando was told he's like, hey, yeah, we just got word that Lancet he's not gonna pass you because he doesn't want to. That you guys are in this together, and Fernando's like, oh wow, that's great, but let the kid try, <laughs> let him try to pass me. But wait, wait until after Lewis wears down all his tires, uh, because he's just. No, it's just that guy. He's got that big brain. Yeah, yeah. He's calculating. He's, he's, like, he's, he's think, calculating. He is literally like Doctor Strange. Aware.
0: He's Doctor Strange in Infinity War. You know?
1: Dude, this yeah, guy's doing racing, tired. He's, deg. Like... <laughs> <laughs> he's doing tired dead calculations in his head as he races. <laughs> for everyone around him. And that's what makes him the GOAT. He's just he's a strategist the strategist. The strategist.
0: He's Everyone else is driving in, in Baku. His mind is in Miami. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, he's already thinking about Dubai.
0: Exactly. <laughs> he's three races ahead of you, man.
1: <laughs> yeah, Yo, so. Speaking about gotta, Miami, oh. I was going to ask, what was, what was the goofiest thing you saw in the whole session?
0: I already said the the wheel spinning, going rolling around down the street by itself.
1: Like, I think. What about for you? The goofiest thing was when you just Charles to was to just talk
0: about a goofy thing, huh?
1: Charles was you know, hitting a turn. <laughs> randomly turns on his radio and screams, "Cat!" and then turns it off. I did not. I did not catch that. What the heck? He just screamed, "Cat! Cat!" <laughs> Cat. Yeah, literally, and and cat. his engineers were like, "Cut, cut! What do you mean, cut?" <laughs> like, oh, what's wrong with the tires? <laughs> uh.
0: No, no, guys, cat, cat, join me on the car. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Wait, really? Quick side note: speaking about Charles Leclerc, did you listen to his song?
1: I did, and it's uh, pretty emotional. It's
0: not bad. It no like going off of that it's like makes me think like what was going on through his mind while he was writing this like was he thinking about like him dra- like <laughs> him trying to get points in the season he's like man will i ever catch up is forever for i ever going to make it because <laughs> not only that because the song is also titled Australia so it's like this was probably he probably wrote this before Australia or like right after Australia or something it's just I want to know what the thought process was while he was writing the song.
1: He was like, "How can I cry?" Okay, Publicly. so
0: yeah, like I don't know. I I I think it's a cool song. I'm excited to hear more.
1: I want to hear Miami.
0: But speaking about Miami, what do you think is going to happen in uh in this GP in, in Miami the second Miami GP ever in existence?
1: I'm going to tell you right now. We are going to see some very, very sweaty drivers. Because these guys, these European, not really the Latinos. Definitely not. They've
0: been here before. They are not
1: used to the humidity. Okay, last year, (laughs) Max looked goofy as hell wearing that ice pack suit. (laughs) Just standing outside. Yeah, he wore the, the dry ice packed. It's like a vest. It are you Googling it right now? He's yes. Googling it. Listener, he's uh, he's googling it. Ma- <laughs> wait, what? Yeah. That was at
0: Wait, it's just very strange
1: Miami? as a native Floridian who's been here my entire life, is I don't all- even know what snow feels like.
0: That was all in wait, no, that's not only in Miami. This was also in Paul Ricard.
1: Yeah, literally anywhere where it's not... Oh, this is not, also a
0: Silverstone.
1: Literally anywhere where it's not a cool 70 degrees, they're like sweating their asses off, and I think that's hilarious. Yeah. I'm, but in I terms mean, of racing, a- I still don't know what to expect. This track here is very strange. I don't think... Personally, it's good. I don't think it's good. I don't have a bias towards it just because it's Miami. That's like an hour away. I don't think it's a good track. I don't like the layout. Caleb was there last year. Caleb may have some good insight on what could be done better to the track because like I said, he was there.
0: I am no expert. I don't know what could be done to the track. I thought it was I thought it was cool. I thought it was a nice I thought it was a, a, a nice little track, you know, but maybe like make sections wider, you know, like cuz it is narrow. That's pretty much it. Like I like the tracks where it's like wide and you can like go off the track a little bit to pass or whatever like but with the street type of races, it's hard to overtake and all that. You have to depend on the DRS zones and the 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 tight turn that there are, like the chicanes or or whatnot. But it has some cool um, segments. I'd I'd say it has that one segment that looks like the gu- the head of a guitar. <laughs> but no, yeah, I think it's it's definitely like. I'd, I'd say, I don't know, we, we haven't had the New Vegas or Las Vegas um, race yet, but I'd say that has a better design than, than Las Vegas. Really? So it's not like... I think,
1: yeah, the only really exciting thing Las Vegas has is like going down the strip. But now that I'm looking at true. the Miami track layout, it looks like an upside down alligator head. <laughs> Let me see. It this. looks exactly like an upside down alligator head. Yeah. No, Google it. You'll see. I'm not capping. It's, nah, it's I'm true.
0: i it. Upside down. Oh yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. you see
1: it, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I
0: see what you mean. It's a cool it, looking. It's a cool track, though. Like all, it, all it needs is to be a little bit wider. I, I. No,
1: I agree. Okay, I, I'll, I'll agree with you there. It's too tight. It's too like tight of sector, a track, and it's built on a parking ones,
0: lot. One, one, and two, at least. Mainly sector one, and a bit in sector the, the towards the end of sector two, it could be a little wider. You know what I mean? Sector three. Yeah, is is fine if it's like you know just one straight
1: little road, but I feel like this track has too many like I I would get I would say, s- straight centric curves if yeah, that makes it's, sense. It's, like it's, even yeah, though there's there's all a good amount of turns on this track, they're all straight leaning. Like there's there's not really many like swooping curves and and you're not going through any S's, except actually for at in all. turns. 13, um, 12, Four 11. through eight. It's like the closest thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and, and but 11 it just, through it just, 16. It seems like more of an afterthought. And knowing that um, the track designers went through, like, I think it was, like, 70 different iterations of the track. And this is oh, what yeah, they stuck with. yeah, true. Hey, I, 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 maybe this was the best one. Maybe it was the one that required the least amount of money to make. And that's why they chose it. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Unfortunately, that's how a lot of things go in this sport, which kind of sucks. Like if they were going to make a track in F1, I would rather have them go to Sebring and revitalize that track. Like it's not in a huge commercial area unlike Miami. But that Honestly, that track's got good bones. She's got good bones.
0: There's some there's some there's I'm looking up like the Miami track maps and they're they're showing some old ones here. And there's this this one I'm looking at that looks terrible. Like, the one that we have now Describe actually looks it. a lot better. Look, I'll, let me see if I can screen share really quick. If
1: it were a person, what would its name Look, be? Look, can you see? No, no, if that track was a person, what would that person's name be? Bro, what? <laughs> Daniel Espinosa. All right, how ugly on a scale of 9 through okay, 10.
0: Okay, but can you see it? <laughs> It's like the same area, but it's just, it's laid out so much better.
1: Oh, yeah, no, that's pretty awful. Right? Like, Dude, that's
0: many, like a... Many jagged edges.
1: That track looks like a snapping turtle.
0: Yeah, yeah, this is this is Basically,
1: ugly. every layout they conceived looks like it's eating the stadium.
0: Yeah. I, I'd i much rather take this than whatever the heck that was.
1: I mean, I guess, like It's yeah. not bad.
0: Like, you got the star finish, you know, woo, 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 and then the... This yeah, this could be used. This is where I mean it could be wider, over here. This this section is very slow.
1: <laughs> audio lis- uh, audio listeners, I'm very sorry. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but yeah, Wait, didn't you the tr- didn't enough, you enough sit at the track. turn huh? 12 last year? Yeah, I sat I sat in turns turn 12, basically, which is that little hump. It's it's a very slow it's a very slow section. But, yeah, it's um, a good section
1: to get a good yeah. look at the cars as they're going yeah, by. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah. But th- enough about the track. Let's talk about, you know, quality and, you know, how we think the race is going to go.
1: Dude, honestly, I don't know much about the layout of this track historically. Like I, like I said, this is the second time this track has ever been raced on. Mm-hmm. And who won it last year? Let's start there. Max. Max won it last year? Who yeah, got man. second? That, Max doesn't count. Charles. Charles, okay, all right. And
0: then Checo probably third. I think,
1: okay, here's my prediction for the race coming in P1. I'm actually going to say Charles. The Ferrari, this last race in Baku, showed some significant gains. It did. Both in horsepower, not in horsepower, but straight line speed and in corner entry. I noticed that he has a lot more control, both both Charles and Carlos, Going into the turns, and they hit Mm -hmm, it with more aggression mm -hmm. than they have in the past. Yeah. It seems like whatever they did to the car was fantastic. And unfortunately, our resident uh, aerospace engineer... He's not an aerospace engineer. Aerodynamicist, Santi, RIP, baby, uh, cannot give us the technical analysis that we want. And Sam, unfortunately, RIP, buddy, uh, can't tell us that Lewis will win the race. Unfortunately, or George, it appears <laughs> it appears that Sam's sacrifice uh, did not suffice when it came to, you know, making Lewis or George win the race. Sorry, Sam. Die better next time. <laughs> Hamilton
0: did pass Alonso though, not signs, which goes to show you that Ferrari is starting to turn into fight harder with, against Mercedes and they're almost there with Red Bull. I actually Also, really quick, really quick, speaking about Ferrari being there with Red Bull, have you seen that that Charles and Max posted the same exact lap time during... um, Yes! It was so
1: crazy. Uh, It was interesting seeing how in some sectors, Max obviously obliterated Charles, but then Charles made Max look like he was doing everything wrong in other sectors. Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
0: Dude, yeah, it's crazy. And that's like... Only maybe like the third time that's ever happened in F1's history.
1: It gave me so much hopium thinking that Ferrari is going to come back swinging. I know, man. For the rest of the Which, season. Now going back to your prediction. at the end of the day, everyone's a Ferrari fan. And yeah. I love Ferrari ever since the Schumacher days because that's who I grew up with. I grew mm-hmm. up watching Michael Schumacher. And he was number one. And I always liked him. Um. It's unfortunate that we don't see Mick in a Ferrari, but maybe one day that changes when uh, Charles gets signed over to Audi or he takes over for Lewis's place at Mercedes. He's not gonna go to Mercedes though. Hey man, you never he know anything. He said he's committed
0: to Ferrari, which Dude, anything to, can happen. I know, I know, I know. But that was gonna say going back to your prediction that you think Charles will win, which I I would say that I I agree. I think, I think Charles can, can post up in, in, in P1 for the quali, you know? Max P2, maybe Alonso P3? Perhaps. For quality. Actually, you quality. know what?
1: I'm so sorry to interrupt you. I, I was enjoying where this was going, but <laughs> I just had a thought that I had to say or else I was going to forget it forever. I've been, this has been tickling the back of my brain all day. Mm-hmm. Two things. One, what is going on with Valtteri Bottas? Oh, what is happening God. to him, dude? Where did his pace go? Even get me started. Uh, Where is his aggression? Alpha he was such year, man. a great so driver, sad. man. He is. I really just, wish. I really alpha. wish he stayed. No, he is a great driver, but he not is. this season. He's just not putting it out there. I really yeah, wish man. he stayed was, with Last year Lewis was so exciting. Mercedes. Last year was so
0: exciting seeing him push that Alpha to like new limits that it had. You know. That it's not seen in a while, but this year they're just not they're not hidden because again the Ferrari powered engine is just not as as GP two tough engine. as it was this year or as it was last year. So, yeah, the the upgrades are trickling down slowly for them. Obviously, Ferrari's the 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 priority here. But, Obviously, yeah, man, it sucks because,
1: I both have such a great driver, like you said. Dude, he's so consistent. He's such mm-hmm, mm-hmm. a consistent driver, and that's very rare in the sport. And seeing him perform the way he has been, it just, it really hurts me. Like, I started the season, put him on my fantasy team. I'm like, dude, Bottas is always going to be in the points. Me too. I also and put I him had there. to take him off, I, and it hurt me. It pained me to replace him I for would Pierre. I never take him off. Which was also perhaps a mistake. <laughs> Unfortunately. Oh. But my second thought... mm-hmm. No matter what happens each season, no matter who is taking those backmarker cars, we will always have a Nicholas Latifi and Nikita Mazepin. (laughs) Both of their spirits live inside the body of one Nick DeVries. He showed so much potential last season when he got that freaking forklift of a truck, (laughs) of a car out of the the Williams into the points. Oh, yeah, man. And now... Dude, he's like, oh, oh, I'll just park by this I mean, wall. Alpha, Alpha
0: is, it's not has not been great, great this, these past couple of years.
1: No, but I understand. But at the same time, it, I just, I think there's too hey, much man. pressure on him. I feel like when you have one of the rookies. I mean, yeah, he's new. He's brand new. You you have one of the pressure. rookies who had such a great show out preseason. The first season's going to be rough on them. Same yeah, thing that happened. Same thing that happened to George when he took over that Mercedes in what was it, twenty twenty? Yeah, it was twenty twenty. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, when same thing no, that I'm, happened. I'm pretty sure it was twenty. No, yeah. yeah it was twenty yeah, yeah, twenty. He raced last yeah, year so yeah, yeah.
0: But um, what I was I gonna say? A really quick side note before we wrap things up is, isn't it crazy that both McLarens got into Q three in qualifying
1: <laughs> for Baku? <laughs> Those, those, those weed whacker upgrades really came through. They'd be, no, they be,
0: they be making miracles happen for short short periods of time.
1: Yeah, they have short bursts of brilliance and then it all just starts to fall apart once also, they get stuck also, focusing on their hubris. It, I'm just not with it. I don't think McLaren has the capacity to keep this going forward. And I feel like they're wasting great talent out of Lando. And dude, Oscar has... He's been, he's been growing into his own. I was Austria's saying, been like, proving Piastri- to be a great driver unfortunately stuck in a bad car. Yeah, I, was gonna I say mean, say good Piastri- for him. He's getting great. Honestly, the best rookie experience that you could get. He's probably getting paid fairly well because it's McLaren. Mm-hmm, Secondly, mm-hmm. he has a fantastic teammate in Lando. And third of all... It's McLaren, so you know they do have the development budget to train him as a driver. Unfortunately, they can't provide him the machinery that he needs, but that comes to his benefit when he wants to change teams whenever his contract expires. That'll make him a, a like I would say, a harder prospect amongst all the other drivers. Mm-hmm. And I think mm-hmm. it's drivers like Oscar who make it very difficult for Daniel to get back into the sport, but drivers like Nick DeVries will make it very easy. Unfortunately, he doesn't want to get into one of those lower level teams. He wants to be at the top. I don't blame him. Of course. Of course. And with that,
0: pretty much wraps our our thoughts on Baku and the gist of our, our predictions for Miami.
1: Our first first thing we gotta do is find a way to revive Sam and Santi.
0: Yes. We'll be working on that throughout the weekend. Um We'll see. Probably probably need to um, get some Red Bull, you know, and um, whatnot. <laughs> we'll see. But next week, expect to see an episode about the Miami GP and um, us bringing back Santi and um, Sam back to life.
1: Yeah, if anyone knows how to uh, conjure the dead, hit me up. My DMs are open. Um, speaking of DMs, my DMs are open at getting2grips.official on Instagram. That is at getting2grips.official on Instagram. Please give us a follow. Um, I promise I'll put out more artwork and stuff for the podcasts. I recently started a full-time job and, uh, I have literally no energy when I come home. I'm an accountant. Um, so yeah, it's, I'll do it for Miami though. Anything for Miami you <laughs>